Welcome to Marketecture, where you can get smart fast with in-depth interviews with leading tech executives. I'm Ari Paparo. I'm joined today by Sean Riegsecker, the CEO of Basis. I got your name half right that time. Riegsecker. You got it. Okay. Uh, is it proper to call you Basis or Centro? Uh, do you still use the brand Centro? No. We sunsetted Centro, I guess, probably three years ago. Okay. Um, or two. I mean, this was probably two years ago, yeah. So I'm Basis, last Global, Basis, Basis Global Technologies is the official legal Cool. And um, you've been doing this for a long time. How long has the company been around? Uh, 21 years. Oh, my God. That might be a record for ad tech. Are you the oldest uh, ad tech company still around? According to knowledge is that I am the longest standing founder CEO. Yes. And yeah, my belief is that we're still we're the oldest company that still is in existence and hasn't changed from a cap table perspective. Right. Exactly. So uh, you're not the oldest. You're the most seasoned. The most experienced, Correct. right? Well, you know, it's really funny because when I got on a call with Zach Rogers from Ed Exchange, he was doing a podcast and I walked in and he said, and he's like, all right, he's like, Sean Riegsecker, the OG of, and I go, what are you talking about? And I'm like, there's <laughs> no way. And he was like, well, aren't you? And I'm like, yeah, I guess that's true. And then uh, just, so you know, I met with our interns. None of them were born by the, <laughs> the day that I started the company. They were born into a world where ad tech already existed. That's a scary <laughs> thought. I know. <laughs> so how big is the company? Well, we've got 950 employees today and continuing to grow. We're hiring pretty much across the board. And yeah, scaled. We're in a great just financial position, great, I think, market position right now. Right. Privately held? Yeah. Uh, we're one of the few, you know, we've only raised $52.5 in institutional capital. So approximately 30% of the company uh, is controlled by outside investors, but the rest of it is controlled by employees. Cool. Okay, so let's talk about what you do. I, I always put you in the DSP category. Maybe that's not fair. So what is Basis? Yeah, it's interesting. So just let me just, I think the seeds of it just really help. I began the company October 15, 2001, and I have been in media since 94, and I've been in digital media since 1996. And I just saw the future and I said, look, it's going to get a lot more complex. I didn't even probably estimate the level of complexity we get to. I felt that just we couldn't scale based upon email spreadsheets and things that were going on. And I felt that there needed to be a comprehensive front-to-end automation system that allowed people to negotiate with vendors, to organize the work that they're doing, to keep control of everything, to make sure they've got uh, holistic analytics. And at the time, if you would go back, we'd never built an ad network. It was always really f functioning as uh, the relation, direct relationship between a vendor and an agency or buyer. Real-time bidding was invented, I don't know what year you want to call it, 07, 08. Sure, so And right. yeah, and so that was just a watershed moment for us. And so we ended up purchasing back in 2013, SiteScout, Mata Toronto, which was a leading right. Canadian DSP. And then we, you know, we spent five years totally rebuilding uh, our first platform into a second platform with the DSP at the core, but it still has all of the elements of process automation, workflow automation, holistic intelligence, search social integrations, ad server integrations to financial billing and reconciliation, vendor communication. So there's a lot that's packed inside of it. Right. So, so effectively, your buy side platform, that's accurate, right? right? Yeah, your customers right. are all buy side. And right. you're, you're effectively, I, I want to say you're vertically integrated or maybe horizontally integrated. You have a lot of different, a lot of different tools in one. So you right. give kind of a complete solution. Yes. And oh, you, it's probably more horizontal. Uh, horizontal, area. okay. Probably a little more horizontal, but it's also deep. That's why I, was, I go, you can't even get through a demo in an hour if you really <laughs> like are going through what's inside of it. Because right. you could spend an hour on just all the DSP functionality. Okay. And who are your customers? We have primarily 
mid-market agencies um, and independents. But in a weird way, I'd say there might even be a little bit of a mismatch because we also use, and just so you know, and I think it's evident that our media services division has, and it's great to have it because we eat our own dog food, right? We got to use our own software. But the profitability of that division has cash flowed most of the R&D development for us. And so I say that we've got a 250, 300 person media services organization. We either help agencies or brands, depending upon who needs to help. And, and just so you know, when we were dealing with the ad network competition, I've always believed in blue ocean strategies. And to me, the red ocean was, you know, knocking on the doors of Publicis or Starcom or OMD or WPP. And I just took a look at the mid market and back in 04, 05, 06. And I'm like, nobody's there. And they need right. probably more help and, and assistance. So we just started uh, throwing up regional offices. Um, we had at some point, we had 47 different offices, probably still there location-wise. And so that has really been our roots. But in a weird way, we're the largest user today of our own software. And so it was built to manage enterprise-level, massive size agencies that need automation. Thanks for listening. To hear the complete interview, subscribe at architecture.tv.